Welcome to Season 2 of Morale Mindset, where we discuss ways to leverage people dynamics to drive results through actual stories and tactical solutions. I am your host, David Huynh. In Season 1, we discussed how to gauge morale in the people around us. Now, in Season 2, we will build off that knowledge by discussing how to increase morale in the people around us, focusing specifically in the professional setting. This episode will start by discussing how to increase morale during a pandemic. As a refresher, morale is the drive or the spirit that people have to want to work with us. Morale can be gauged or measured for every one of our one-on-one relationships and every one of our group relationships as well. Those with high morale towards us will support us. They'll want what's best for us. So naturally, we should want everyone around us to have high morale towards us. However, from the end of 2019 until now, there have been many changes due to the pandemic, such as more people working from home or even a reduction in labor for some industries. And of course, even a loss of some friends and family members. These changes can potentially lower morale in the individuals around us, either because of fewer quality interactions in person or potentially fear of losing a job or other personal issues. Today we'll talk about quality interactions, and then jump into discussing job security concerns. Part one, quality interactions. How do you build community when you can't meet in person? How do you build morale when everyone you see is through a screen? Ultimately, it boils down to how do you listen to the people around you? What are you listening for when you talk to them? Are you interested in them as individuals or are you interested in their output? Before all of the remote virtual work, you could pass by someone's office, pass by someone's desk, Say, hi, how, how are you doing? How's your weekend? And be able to have a natural conversation without scheduling a meeting. But since the advent of the pandemic, most of our meetings have been scheduled. There haven't been as many ad hoc or off-the-cuff discussions. And all of the scheduled meetings tend to be focused about something work-related. 
something output driven. So if you're looking to build community in an online only environment, you can start off these scheduled meetings by first trying to bring back what we had in the office. Ask people how their days went. Ask people about their weekends. Chat about something that's not work-related for the first five minutes, 10 minutes of the call. If this is not possible during the regular scheduled work calls, then we need to make time for it somewhere else. Otherwise, those conversations where we had chats in the coffee room or even coffee outside or lunch outside are not going to happen. So find time to schedule a non-work chat. Call it a coffee break, but over Skype or over Zoom. To increase the amount of talking that each person can do, I'd also recommend having these limited to two to five people at most because if there are more than five people, there's a high likelihood that not everyone will get to talk. So let's bring back our quality interactions, our non-work chats by either scheduling non-work chats or really listening to how people are doing during existing work meetings. Part two, job security concerns. I think some of us were fortunate enough to be able to work remote. However, this is not everyone. Some people worked in industries that had to reduce headcount. If you worked in a restaurant, hotel, airline, or any other industry that had to reduce headcount, you may have had to lay people off or you might have been laid off yourself. If people run the fear of being laid off, naturally their morale will be lower. So as the manager, owner of a restaurant, hotel, airline industry, how do you engage employees in a way that they will have high morale towards you? We can start by speaking with each individual and understanding their specific situation before making any action. This simple action of just showing that you care about them as an individual will go leaps and bounds. But let's say there is negative information that needs to be shared. We want to be able to share this negative information while also maintaining a high level of morale. And we do this by distinguishing between the business and us. For any negative news, it should be pinned against the business. For example, because the business is not doing well, we will need to lose headcount. Compare this against, I am now firing you. In the first circumstance, we dissociate the negative news 
of firing people with us and pin it on the business because us as the managers, as the owner, want to have a positive association with our team members because through this positive association, they will have higher morale towards us. They'll want to work with us. Whereas if we pin the bad news on us, employees that leave will be spiteful and employees that stay will live in fear. If you can relate to this episode, disagree completely, or would like to hear more about any particular topics, I would love to hear from you. Email over any comments, questions, advice, or criticisms to david at moralemindset.com. I would like to close today's piece by emphasizing that increasing morale during a pandemic can be done by increasing quality interactions, whether through an online workforce or through navigating job security concerns. Today's episode discussed increasing morale during a pandemic. Next episode, we will begin looking at how morale affects negotiations. If you found this content helpful, please explain to one friend, just one, why you find it helpful. Morale Mindset is produced in Bangkok, Thailand. I am David Huynh. Bae Kwap Kun Thi Thi Tam Krap. Thank you.